This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, July 26, 2017. I'm Caleb Brown. At least one member of Congress would like the president's head examined and then have him removed if he proves to be not up for the job. That the process laid out by that member of Congress is substantially problematic. And anyway, why not just impeach a president that can't do the job? Cato's Gene Healy comments. This seems more like a pure, distilled uh, piece of political theater. And th- that is that Jamie Raskin, he's a Democrat from Maryland. He would like to uh, remove Donald Trump from office uh, because he believes that the president is crazy. And he believes that the 25th Amendment allows for exactly that kind of uh, examination to determine whether or not the uh, president is crazy. And just by virtue of the fact that we're talking about it, in some ways, he gets his uh, goal achieved by because he's got a bunch of people t- talking about uh, the issue. Yeah, and maybe that was ultimately his goal uh, because you, when you look at the bill that he's introduced, the uh, Oversight Commission on Presidential Capacity Act, which is based on the powers of the 25th Amendment, uh, when you look at that bill, you, you it doesn't pass the laugh test as something that is actually going to happen. So perhaps he just does want to draw attention to uh, what he calls, I think correctly, a bizarre litany of outbursts and behavior by Donald Trump. So what is the specific uh, method that he would like to use to have the president's head examined? Well, so the the, the 25th Amendment uh, – it's passed uh, 50 years ago. Uh, the Congress started drafting it in the, the wake of the Kennedy assassination. And uh, it provides a couple different methods for the b- vice president to step in uh, when the president's incapacitated or, as the amendment puts it, unable to discharge the powers and duties of the office. One of them, uh, Section 3, is one that, that's been used uh, several times when the president goes in for uh, – a surgical procedure. I think uh, last time was 2007 with George W. Bush. Uh, But there's another provision, Section 4, which allows for uh, the involuntary replacement of the president by the vice president, even over the president's objection. And uh, that's really only shown up in, uh, in, you know, TV's 24 and other thriller thriller novels and thriller plots. Uh, but it's uh, now it's in Jamie Raskin's bill. And the way the bill is supposed to work, there, there's uh, two ways under Section 4 that the, uh, that the vice president can, can take over, uh, over the president's objection possibly. Uh, one is uh, the vice president and a majority of the principal cabinet officers uh, declare the president incapacitated. The other is the Congress can set up a, a, a body to, to help make that determination. And when a majority of that body and the vice president say that the president can't, can't do the job, uh, th- there's a chance for the vice president to step in. So what Raskin's bill does is it sets up uh, an 11-person commission. It's four psychiatrists, four physicians – Two re- retired statesmen, you know, like ex-presidents and or ex-vice presidents, and a chairperson. And uh, once this committee is nominated and picked by Congress, uh, 
and Congress calls them into action, they have 24 hours to charge into the Oval Office, put Donald Trump on the couch, ask him about his mother, and issue a report on whether he's too nutty to be president. Uh, and if this actually happens, which it won't, uh, th this whole session better be on TV because <laughs> it'd be better reality TV than we've seen anything seen so far in even in the last six months. Now, you note in the Daily Beast that uh, Raskin's bill says any refusal by the president to undergo such examination shall be taken into consideration. Yeah, the implication is that uh, the commission should uh, should should probably vote that he that he is mentally incapacitated if he if he doesn't agree to this to this examination. But in you know, common sense would say that it would it would tend to prove he's nuts if he did agree to be poked and prodded like this under these circumstances. And on top of that, if he does refuse the uh, the professional ethics rules for psychiatrists say they're not supposed to uh, do a long-distance diagnosis on somebody that they haven't personally examined. Uh, so that's not going to happen. And even if it did happen, let's say they, they pass this bill, they put together this commission, Trump, for whatever reason, agrees to do it. The commission declares him uh, mentally incapacitated. Uh, Mike Pence, who's so far uh, been almost obsequiously loyal to, uh, to the president, uh, has to go along with it. And then uh, at that point, if Donald Trump sends a letter to Congress saying, actually, no, I'm good, uh, I'm fine, uh, then Congress uh, decides the issue and Trump becomes president again unless uh, two-thirds of both houses uh, agree with the commission and Pence that he's too crazy to do the job. And it would seem to me that, uh, you know, you're going to find one-third of the House to back Trump on anything short of you know what he 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 said at one point he could shoot someone on on, on in broad daylight in the middle of Fifth Avenue. Anything short of that, they're probably you know you could probably find a third of the house to to uh, to back Trump you know, under current circumstances. So uh, if you thought impeachment was a heavy lift, uh, this is ridiculous. This will never happen. Wouldn't impeachment be the more appropriate route for? Most presidents, I mean, an inability to discharge the duties of uh, the office would seem to be something that is impeachable, not with malice, but impeachable. Yes, uh, absolutely. The uh, the 25th Amendment wasn't designed to be an uh, eject button for uh, presidents that are uh, that seem reckless, immature, uh, you know, dangerous. Uh, the type of when 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 they were talking about unable to discharge the powers and duties of the office, the sorts of scenarios they they were debating and envisioning involved things like you know if if JFK had survived the assassination attempt but was in a coma, uh, this was a provision for how uh, the vice president could take over in that situation where the president's still alive, or if the president is in a car accident and, uh, you know, or, or that there are examples from uh, 
American history before the 25th Amendment, uh, Woodrow Wilson's stroke, uh, you know, James Garfield uh, hanging on by to life through uh, months uh, after the uh, after he was shot. Uh, those are the scenarios it, it, it was aimed at. It was it, situations of total incapacity. It, it wasn't aimed at the idea that you have, you know, the president's just a bad president. Um, that's not what it was there for at all. Um, and, we, you know, what Raskin and uh, a lot of other people are concerned about is not that Donald Trump is is literally unable to discharge the powers and duties of the office. It's that he's going to do a lot of damage and might do something stupid, uh, you know, judging his, by his past behavior, uh, might do something stupid or dangerous while he's discharging the powers and duties of the office. And if that's the issue, impeachment is, is the remedy, not the 25th Amendment. Gene Healy is a vice president at the Cato Institute and author of The Cult of the Presidency. Subscribe to and rate the Cato Daily Podcast at iTunes and Google Play, and follow us on Twitter at Cato Podcast. 